Welcome to Hit Dice Podcast, a real play D&D 5e podcast. I'm Nina Larson and I play Adelaide the Warlock. I am so excited after going to Kagrit's music... Now there's music there. There is music. They probably play it sometimes. (laughs) Keep going. Well, hey there, everybody. (laughs) Hey, everyone. It's Nina. I play Adelaide the Warlock and I am so excited to see what happens next. We just left Kagrit's the music's... God damn it. <laughs> hey there, everybody. You don't gotta whisper. <laughs> Go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to... <laughs> what are we again? A podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hit Dice Podcast, a real play 5e D&D podcast. I'm Nina Larson, and I play Adelaide the Warlock. We just left Kagarit's The Magic School, and we are about to find out what the heck that voice was down the hallway. We didn't solve a riddle, and that was really bad, but we killed a couple goblins, which was also pretty bad. I am so excited about this campaign, and I cannot wait to see what happens next. Thank you so much for joining us and finding it out with us. Let's about to, let's, let's about to, let's be finding out what's going on together. Hello, fuckbirds, this is Hot Dog Podcast. <laughs> episode three. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by... Two and a half months in between. By <laughs> hiatuses that last too long and uh, the head cold that I have. And I think it's funny. Oh, you have a head cold. And last time, episode two, you had... Caleb had a sinus infection. Did I? Yeah, yeah. by the end of this podcast, we're all just going to be fucking dead. <laughs> I just got over we five just... days of fever, and I feel great, though. Dude, we're yeah. just going to get sicker and sicker. Yeah. I'm going to try really hard to keep awesome. my voice and not to sweat a lot, so that's my goal. Well, good luck in here. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I bought LED bulbs for this light, because they're so hot, yeah. and the LED bulbs, I accidentally bought 80 watt, and it was like, the sun was <laughs> in here. And so, it's like, screw one in. Well, I, I did, it just, really I can't do it, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm a crazy person about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I can't have one bulb where there's supposed to be three. I would actually not sleep at night. Okay, so, uh, I'll recap from the beginning, just so that we have a pretty good idea. Um... Thank you. So, you all left Raven's Bluff on a mission to go to Kaggert's, a contemporary magic school that has had some items go missing. They're hiring some adventurers to come take care of it. You knew that this was a discreet mission. On your way there, you started feeling these waves of sadness, and you didn't know where they were coming from. You heard some voices down by the river. You murdered a guy, uh, Mohawk Tuskier, and his boys took off into the woods and you saved a pseudo dragon from them you learned later from one of the professors. You set it free after communicating with it briefly and it headed back towards Raven's Bluff. These thunderstorms have kind of been pressing in on you guys since you began your journey and they've been relentless and nonstop. And you got to Kaggert's, met a few of the professors, some of which you made friends with. You had a fun little investigation run and after a while realized that the goblins who work at this school as servants we're do up to no good, though you weren't sure exactly what, and you slowly learned that an ex-professor named Thyakar Rhyme was instructing these goblinses to take some items from the school and bring them to him. 
The goblins had no idea what he was doing with these items, but through a little bit more investigation and some good role-playing and player know-how, you all figured out that they were taking them to an abandoned tower where Thyakar Rhyme was actually staying. He was the old necromancy professor at the school, and after not really solving a riddle, you guys got inside. Uh, you killed two of the goblins, and Thyakar Rhyme came out half-dead already. He had really strange scars across his skin. They looked hot still from whatever they were from, and the lines were just kind of zigzagging across his face, and you could kind of smell the burning flesh, but he raised one of the goblins, and as he raised a skeleton, it just seemed to drain him of his energy, and he passed out and shortly after died. Adelaide was able to find three potions on his person, and as she did, a voice called out to you, a deep voice, uh, and it actually called out to Thyakar. It said, Thyakar, tell our guest to come see me, and it told you that his name was Agdavoskacast. But uh, as it roared out, you all noticed that their lightning that sounded, or lightning like rung out, and it actually kind of thundered as this thing talked, and as it spoke to you all, the cave began to shake around you, and it closed the exit off uh, behind you. You're now underneath the tower in a chamber where the goblins are sleeping. There is a pathway that leads from the top of the tower into the room you're currently in, a rock blocking the exit on the other side of this room, and through that, with Callista's infernal dark vision, she actually noticed that there is a room that looks pretty large at the other end of that hallway. It seems to be full of water, and there's a pile of something shimmering on the far side of it, though you can't really tell what. Patches, unfortunately, is hella unconscious right now. So sleepy. Z's. Yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, that's where we left off. Adelaide. Colors. Okay. Yeah, the colors of the potions that you have, one is red, one is orange, and one is black. Ooh, break that black one first. I just wrote Yeah, let's see orange. what this does. Uh, I found two, three potions on mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Betsy DeVostacast. Red, orange. If you mix yeah. the orange and the black one together, it becomes a Netflix special. You said orange. <laughs> black and white. Why is she still, still in jail? It's season five. <laughs> I'm going to roll to see if I would know. Do you have an alchemist kit? I have a... Does anyone have an alchemist kit? Just start pouring on my... You you can't roll to see what a potion is. No. (laughs) You know that these are potions and that they probably are magic, but they're just... It's liquid in a bottle. Like, you can't... Like, like, a general intelligence check and see if, like, oh, red generally has health potions in the past. Can can we smell it? Smell if it smells... Roll it, baby dice. It smells healthy. I'm gonna eat it. It smells like a green smoothie. Okay, no. Um, eight. It's kale. It's okay, yeah, with an eight, you're, you're, you, well, with an eight, you would say that, wow, you would say that maybe it actually doesn't matter and it's impossible to tell because depending on the ingredients, like, you can mix a bunch of different things to get a health potion and they're not always, like, uh, video game red, you know? But yeah, so this voice has just beckoned you. It's coming down from this hallway and as it does, you hear something thud behind you, where those rocks closed off the exit, just like a up against these rocks, and you can kind of see the rocks shift, and a few of the pebbles kind of fall away from it, almost like something's on the other side of it. This patch is dead. Is Buffalo in here? No, No. he's outside on a tree. On a tree? In a tree. (laughs) (laughs) At the tip top. He's real fucking agile for a one-ton beast. Because I think we could maybe put patches on Buffalo, but if he's outside... I mean, he can... All right, so the way behind us is closed. Yes, your exit is currently closed off by a cave-in. One way to go. There's only one Mm -hmm. way, right? Yeah. Can I roll? Um, Oh, okay. I was going to roll perception to look at the ceiling and see if there's, like, any way to climb out or if it really is just one way to go. And while she's doing that, I'm going to look around and see if there are any of the items that we're looking for for the school (laughs) in the room. It's a nine. Okay. And I'm doing investigation. 
Yes. With a nine, you just notice that there's water pouring in on all these sides. The ground beneath you is muddied, and it couldn't be it couldn't have been possible for these goblins to have slept comfortably in here. But you hear with a nine, you know that you know that, that force that hit those rocks, it's like something pushed them mm. on the other side of them. It wasn't like the thunder that you guys have been hearing. And as this is happening, you hear that voice ring out one more time. You have nowhere to go. Come and speak with me, guests. You just hear this voice kind of beckoning out to you. With an investigation, you got what? 21. Wow, with a 21, there are actually no items in this room. There's some bones where it looks like maybe the goblins have been eating, but you were probably been surveying the room for longer than just now, and there are a couple of places you maybe wanted to check. And with your investigation looking a little closer, you're, you're pretty certain that the goblins were just like, camping out in here. There's some hay piles that some of them may have slept on damp now with water and mud, but uh, you don't see any of the items that have gone missing. Did anybody check out the pile of shiny stuff? Well, it's in the other room. Oh, it's in the other yeah. room. Across the water. Okay. I, sh- I should say the other, like, chamber. It's a lot bigger than a room. Uh, yeah. Could I roll medicine to do anything to help Patches? No, I think somebody already did stabilize him with medicine. Yeah. 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 All you can do is stabilize with a medicine roll. Do you have any health abilities? Nope. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Not at the moment. Uh, I can sing him a lullaby, make him feel peaceful. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. Uh, and this is sleeping oh great. You guys realize that he's like face down in a puddle and he's actually drowned a long time ago. So you hear this one more time, just this boom from the way that you guys came in and you notice a rock, it kind of dislodges and an arm comes through it and it's holding a piece of paper. And you hear a voice and it says, friends, friends, we didn't think it would be this bad. Take this, take this. No. Uh, You recognize the voice as Gregory Vanderman. Oh, it's Gregory. Thanks, Greg. Uh, of course, we used, we used scrying on you all, and I'm sorry for that. We didn't think things would get this serious. It's cool. Okay, they are. Um, what what uh, do we do? <laughs> I've, used, I've used all of my energy, and I'm almost out just to get this far into this wall. It's thicker than I thought. Hopefully this will help. What is it? Yeah, you take the scroll. And he says, it's, it'll only cure minor wounds, but it should get you further than you are now. Uh, we saw that your friend Patches went down and... As far as we can tell, there's no way out of here. I'm the only one sent. It's the middle of the night. The students are sleeping, but uh, we're being watched over, I assure you. Great. Thank you, Mr. Gregory. That's going to be helpful. We're going to investigate further for you. Oh, we are? Okay. (laughs) And he says, take heart, friends, and know that we're watching. We have your backs. I'm sorry this is all I can do right now. Did you hear the thing (laughs) calling us from the other chamber? Or can you just see? I, I've only now been able to hear you. It took a while to get through these rocks and yeah. down here. I think Greg... Does Agdavoska cast ring about? <laughs> yeah, that guy. Agdavoska cast. That's Agdavoska cast. I know much about the uh, creatures of renown in this area, uh, as it is my job to protect the school. I've never heard this name before. Well, I've never heard of Magnavox Cat either. I think he said he was, like, the voice of the forest at one point. I think Greg's gonna be fine. He broke through that wall like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take this scroll over to Patches. Yeah, use that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, it said it helps with minor wounds. A creature you touch regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Okay. Just throw it at Patches. <laughs> you crumple out in, into a ball and just yeah. nail him. Actually, with it. What if a non-magical person opens a scroll? They don't have a spellcasting ability. You don't get one. Ooh. Because, well, you have to imagine that people who don't use magic have a harder time using scrolls, too. Yeah. Like, controlling them. Got it, got it. I can't read. <laughs> you have magics, right? Uh, not yet. No, not you. you. So my uh, spellcasting ability or spellcasting ability? Your modifier. Okay, the spellcasting yeah. ability. You recover 12 hit points. Yeah. 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 Can I get a plus 
three to temporary? No, <laughs> you're, like, you're like in your back at nine, dude. You feel yeah. better than I do. Uh, Patches wakes up and says, fuck. Were you dreaming of dead goblins? Because I wasn't uh, dreaming. I was dead. Sleeping like a rock. <laughs> yeah, so Patches is back with you, thanks to your buddy Gregory Vanderman, and it sounds like the school has actually been watching you all and scrying what you were doing. We got friends. But yeah, he rushed to your aid, it seems like, as soon as he realized that you all were in trouble. And luckily, this actually is not that far away from the school's barrier, so he was able to get to you guys quickly. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So we're basically right there at the, at the entry of that doorway. You guys are, yeah, you're, there's a giant rock kind of sticking up out of the ground that's blocking the doorway. You have to walk around to get into it, but you're standing right there. Uh, this voice has boomed out at you, and it seems to have kind of gone quiet. I will go first. I have the most hit, hit points. I did my spell earlier. Okay. Um, cool. Would y'all, do you want to investigate this? Yeah. Really I mean, there's option, really, really, yeah. yeah. We can okay. break these rocks. I'm about half down, but I'll come near the front since I can actually, like, see shit. <laughs> you know. Makes sense. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, uh, Patches is a little, uh, wobbly. hesitant to get in, in, Stand in about fights. Patches. Yeah. <laughs> you wearing armor? Stand against I'm wearing Leather armor. Okay, that's never mind. Okay, so, uh, what is the marching order right now? I'm first. I'll go second, Callista. And you guys don't have to go in a single file line, by the way. This is yeah. a pretty big hallway, so the last three of you can all walk in together and let these two kind of scope coming. it out. Right, is everybody going in? Yeah. Yep, all right. think so. Might as well. So you, uh, you, you all walk into this chamber, and there is water just pouring all around it. And the other one was kind of muddied where the water was coming in. This one seems to be made, as you get deeper into the earth, of stone more than it is of dirt. And you can see where the water is kind of pooling up where there are holes in this stone. Uh, and you can just hear it kind of just coming in from here. And you can still hear that thunder just cracking from outside. Uh, and as you do, you see an uh, enormous pile of gold on the other side. And it seems that this place is actually magically lit by dim light. You can see these blue globes all around it. Um, and as you do, you actually notice a form on the top of whatever the shimmering pile on the other side of this room is. It's an enormous lizard-like form. It's winged, and as it stands up, it looks at you, and it has one giant yellowed horn uh, on its head. It's small, though. It's no bigger than a horse. And as it looks at all of you, you see it come down uh, really quickly. It doesn't come right over to you, but its wings flap uh, in an attempt. And as it lands in front of you, it seems to be a young blue dragon sitting in front of you. And it just rings out, Where is Thyakar? Um, he's back He's there. dead! Yeah. <laughs> a weak servant anyway. Perhaps you will serve me better. Serve you in what? Your mm. restaurant. I'll spare you your lives for the same deal I made with Thyakar. It seems you're in well with the school. We can keep this between us. It's simple. The dragons are bringing about the second tier fall, and I need items to buy their favor so I may stay away. You'll do the same as I asked Thyakar. Bring me the most powerful items the school has to offer, and I won't kill any of the children. Hmm. Sounds like a plan. Is your name Agdavastacast? Of course it is. You'll do well to remember that, servant. Are babies your Never favorite forget. food? Do you uh, eat nothing but babies? <laughs> I, I have never eaten a human baby. I wouldn't sink so low. Cool. Oh, he's got morals. Marvel is like all smoke. No morals. There's just no meat. It would never fill me up. You don't like the crunchy? <laughs> I've hunt my own venison, and you'll be my next meal if you keep asking questions. I'm the master here. Can I? Bossy. Roll. Oh, I like this guy. What would it be to roll to know about 
dragons and what I, to see what I know about it. It'd be dragons. nature. Um, yeah, and just to give you guys a little bit more of a description of this uh, thing sitting in front of you, it is still on the other side of the room, and this cavern is enormous. Uh, you guys aren't in, like, a small room. This thing is at least 200 by 200 feet, um, and it's ha- half-domed. You can see now with this uh, dragon, this well, it's a, at least a young dragon in front of you, that the pile it was sitting on is a pile of treasure. Um, you can see a lot of baubles inside of it. It looks like there's gold, but the pile isn't what you've heard in like the lore and legends. This junk dragon is young. It seems like it hasn't, yeah, it hasn't really got a hoard yet, but it does have a nice pile of treasure. Uh, it sits in front of you and it has these sharp scales. They're not rounded like a fish's. Um, it almost looks like plate mail all over its body. It has small beady eyes, and when it talks, you can hear the static of electricity crackling on its breath. There's one giant horn that juts out of it instead of multiple like a lot of dragons have, and that horn seems to be a conductor. You can see electricity kind of bouncing off of it every once in a while while this thing is talking to you. But it does seem small. Maybe this is what's causing this. Um, mm-hmm. I um. kind of nudge my way into the group and... <laughs> Say, we will absolutely help you. Um, whatever you need, we are so down to help you. Rural deception. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> and so good at seeing. Callista is like drawing um, a sketch of what he looks so, like and okay. writing a description and making him seem a lot bigger than he actually is for right. the sake of the story. <laughs> 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 he had a huge horn. <laughs> So was, big. And I'm still smiling at the weird, awkward interaction between Guy and the dragon, and just enjoying the awkwardness yeah. so much. It's a 14. That's the name of the game. Okay. Um, and what did you say exactly? I said, we will absolutely help you. Hell yeah, we're down to it. Of course you will. It's either that or die. Well, yeah, so we'll help. Nudge, 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 nudge. Hey, Guy. What? In your nature studies, do you know anything about these things? Fuck yeah, I speak their language, too. That's true, you do. You want me to roll some motherfucking nature? Metaphorically? <laughs> yeah. I got a plus five to that oh, shit, but it's no. a net 20! Oh. Oh. Out the gate. He was born. He was born. <laughs> yeah. A nat 20. This is going to be great. Guy speaks draconic, and actually they're your favorite enemy, right? Dragons? No, beasts are. Beasts are. Okay, but you know you know much about dragons. Uh, you haven't hunted them yet, but you do know this is actually only a blue dragon wormling. It's not even a young blue dragon. Uh, these are pretty small, and their abilities very limited at this age. Uh, you would know that blue dragons are vain, and they're deadly. Uh, if you cross them wrong, bitch. yeah. If you if you cross them wrong, they'll kill you in a, an instant. Like a lot of dragons like to talk and toy with their prey. Blue dragons are not like that. Uh, they don't uh, waste time. They're hoarders of gems. They love having minions. They love having like servants and minions that do their bidding. Right. You would know that they can breathe lightning. Uh, when they do, though, it takes a little while for them to recharge it, especially a wormling. They can only use it once a day, and it's very hard for them to recharge it after that. They are immune to lightning, and they speak common and draconic. They're pretty stout strength-wise. I mean, they're not as strong as, like, a young blue dragon or anything like that. And and just, like, knowing their nature, uh, this, this Agdavoska cast has actually already told you that he is using some of the powerful magic items he's getting from the school to pay favor to other dragons who are trying to create a second tear fall so that he can be away from them. So it seems like, knowing that the blue dragons are vain, this one is trying to start his own, like, empire and loot hoard in his own place. Try to buy his place in the right. coming revolution. I think my main question is, do I think our group could take him down? It'd be a tough fight, but it would be a fair fight. I mean... 
Spare me a moment for a word with my bloody patches O'Hulahan. You do not make the requests here. I do. No, we're gonna chat. Thanks. Oh. It's my response. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you really say this to him? Yeah. Okay. No, uh, so with that, he like rears his head back <laughs> and, and yeah, and says and, and says, "Fine, I'll make an example of one of you." Uh, and with that, you are all going to roll initiative. Initiative! <laughs> yeah! It's a mod, but my second twenty of the game. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. He just told us we could take it. I uh, well, no. <laughs> that is not what I said. He said you think we can take it. It'd be a you fair fight if the guy on the buffalo thinks we could take it. And we're level one, and we don't need a fair fight. I mean, you have nine hit points maximum. Yeah. Fuck it. Whatever is too. I have dick. seven currently. We don't have any first level. I mean, to be honest with you, though, this was my instinct for just going balls first. One <laughs> I have one spell. All right. Uh, Callista. Uh, seven. Seven. Jesus. Oh, patches. You, you, um, eighteen. You deceived him. Arl. I'm, I'm <laughs> keeping it in. Seven. For the party. Guy. And then Mod I'll die. Nice. Uh, Adelaide. Eight. Eight. Dude, you guys are we great at initiative. Uh, okay. I like it when that dragon throws up one. <laughs> That's what he's gonna look like when we kill him. For those not I feel like you're gonna have to get a picture to go He just says, I'm going to have to make an example of one of you, and with that, you guys are pretty certain that something's about to happen, especially with his jaws kind of opening up uh, and rearing back. And Guy and Patches, Patches already is on edge from near death, and it seems like he's a bit irritated at this dragon, so he's ready to go. Guy's ready to go. Guy's up first. I am going to pull my bow back with a bolt ready to go, but I'm going to ready my action, and with my bonus action, I'm going to roll persuasion and say, There's no need for violence, Mr. Dragon. We'll be your subservient servants. That's super convincing. That's a five. So much for (laughs) those nat 20s. Yeah, yeah, so you say, you say, we'll be your servants, don't worry about it. And he says, uh, and I'll make sure of that. Making an example of one of you will strike fear in the rest. I fucking hate this son of a bitch. <laughs> when can I use my action after you ready it? Oh, what is it readied for? Just to pull, to let loose into his well, face. Well, when you ready an action, it has to be for a specific like, yeah, action. You can't just say, whenever I'm ready. Trigger it. You have, yeah, oh. you have to make a trigger for it. So you can say if he attacks a certain person or if it, like, something like that. It has to be pretty specific. Just if he moves towards us. Okay, sure. Uh, patches. Um, I'm going to run over to this. Oh, yeah, in the middle of the the arena here, there's a there's looks like there's a big stone yep. thing. So I'm running over to that, cover? and I'm going to hide behind it, um, okay. which is basically between me and help. the dragon wormling. And then I'm going to say, listen, I said we would help you. You know, <laughs> I just wanted to chat. Would I have been able to even see him? Well, I guess I would. Yeah, he walked out. He's actually, uh, he walked out toward you all away from the pile of gold that he had. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Anything else, Patches? You're just talking? That's what I said. I said, I said we would help you. I just wanted to chat with my friend. Okay. You know, and you got to be a dick. Do you want to, are you want to roll like persuasion or anything? Sure. Or are you just yeah. yelling at this guy because yeah. he's an asshole? Yeah, I'm just not, I'm, I said we would help you. I just wanted to chat. Fucker. Oh, God damn it. Um, <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> it's a five. Wow. Get your low rolls out of the way. Yeah, just get them out of the way now. <laughs> and now for the time uh, when you die. <laughs> you do not make the decisions here. I do. You will only speak when spoken what to. What an you, entitled dude. little bitch. This guy oh the my wrong God. people I to try to serve. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Adelaide, you're up. So he, he was just a massive dick. Should I... 
Oh, I can't really. I'm gonna. He's a, what he is is a fucking entitled bitch. Yeah, but we already knew that about him, right? Um, shit, I don't have any spells. I don't have any spells. I can just whack him in the head. <laughs> we did not think this through. This is this is uh, a lake right here, and this is a boulder. Yeah, yes. yeah, those are puddles. 10, 15, 20, Don't 20, 30, do that 40, with lightning. 40. I'm going to try, yeah, I'm going to try to get behind this boulder and take partial cover. Uh, well, you don't, you don't attempt to take cover. You just are taking cover. I, well, <laughs> you got to roll for it. If you roll poorly, like some of the rock just falls away. No, do I have to roll for it or it's, just take As cover? long as he is where, as long as he stays on the other end of the chamber, you and Patches are both completely hidden behind these giant rocks. How tall is this one? That one's tiny. Like, he's Perfect you're, for you're you. tiny. Yeah, yeah, no, you can, like, yeah, the one, the one closest, yeah, the one closest to the opening you all came through, that, that rock sticking up out of the floor, it's only about three feet tall, so, yeah. You all, he's like, he starts to, like, talk to you guys, and all of you just get behind rocks. <laughs> he's like, all five people that were here are no longer here. Like, on one side of the boulder, and I'm on the other, and it's just like. Calista's <laughs> uh, still back in the cave opening, just I mean, waving birds around. So, uh, as, yeah, you guys are running in, and you're all trying to talk to him. Do you want to do anything besides take cover? Do you want to uh, say anything? Uh, am I persuasive? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm persuasive. I'll be like, listen, we don't want to fight you. Bruh. Mud oh Eight. <laughs> hey. You're so persuasive. Uh, and as you say, we don't want to fight you, okay. you just hear the rush of wind as oh. these wings kind of push. Uh, and with that, he is airborne uh, and kind of floating above all of you. You can hear the crackle of lightning, and you can see like uh, just how powerful this small dragon looks, even at like being a young wormling. You can see the horn in the middle of his head beginning to glow with lightning. And he just says, uh, bow before me. And as he does, he just this lightning kind of just shoots out. Uh, who talked back to him, Patches? <laughs> <laughs> who called me a little bitch? Yeah, who called me a little bitch? Uh, right here, up in the air. He'll, who's, who's in the back near the cave entrance still? Callista, he'll shoot it through Patches oh, and Callista. Uh, you two need to make a uh, dex save. Roll high, y'all. Okay. I'm pretty dexterous. I'm pretty fucking dexterous. Y'all get dexterous and shit now. 15. Whoa, did you guys 15? both get fucking 12s? Um, 13 for him. Oh. No, it's 14. Nice. I mean, I'm sorry, 17. So you see him rise 17. up into the air, and both of you, uh, like, you see him come up over this rock in front of you, Patches, and you can just can see... Add proficiency to that, would I? Uh, no. Unless you're, unless you're proficient in the saving throw up top. You have, you all should be proficient in two saving throws. Yeah. So you may be proficient oh, in it. Index. Add two to that. Mm -hmm. 17. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, that'd be 21. Good question for both of you. No, no, no. You don't have don't six, know, 19. What are you? Thanks for reminding us how to play D&D. Hey, no problem. Sure. So, uh, yeah, you just see this form. You hear the wings patches, and you can hear him talking. And as you do, you look up, and you just see him crest this rock. Calista, you realize he's in a direct line yeah. with you. And as he does, his horn just conducts this electricity and then funnels it into his mouth, and it just boom, 
out in this straight line toward both of you. Both of you kind of hit the ground, but you can still feel the scorch and the like static of that electricity shocking your bodies. I like to think that Callista is still doing her double bird stance back in the thing. Yeah. She's That's just like, like a matrix slow motion yeah. flip with like <laughs> middle fingers in the air. Yeah. Uh, so both of you are only going to take half, and you're very lucky because he actually rolled pretty low. So uh, you're both going to take six damage. Oh, God. Could be way worse, dude. Callista, you were actually up. Great. Hey, Gregory, you got any more spell scrolls? Hey, when did I release my thing? We're just like looking at oh, the Oh, you can go ahead and do that. But, uh, okay, so this is where you are in combat now. You're after Agdavoska cast. So make your attack. Uh, guy guy triggers his ready to action and releases his arrow. And how does it go? Pew. Huh? Pew, pew, pew. Okay, pew. <laughs> I think that's just eight. Does the eight hit him? No. No. So, uh, yeah, this arrow, as soon as he comes up, you, uh, Guy was ready for it, just releases this arrow, and that lightning just coming through this room just evaporates it completely. It's totally gone. It's disintegrated. Uh, Callista, you are up. Arwol, you're on deck. Um, Patches is having a bad day. Is he, he's, like, here, but up in the air? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, about, how big is that rock? One, two, 15 feet off the ground. Okay. I'm Calypso. Calypso. <laughs> Damn, that's going to be confusing. That was my cat, in case anybody's wondering. But I'm Callista. Um, Callista, with her one single remaining hit point, <laughs> is going to Damn. totter into the cave. She was out. only at half health. Um, so I only moved like 10 feet. I'm going to try to throw Damn my it. dagger at him. Okay. From a distance. 16. Nice. That hits. Excellent. <clears throat> I shall now roll a single d4 for damage. <laughs> yeah, Callista comes like teetering in. It's you can see. It's basically a pocket knife. Um, what's, what's interesting is actually as Callista stands up after kind of uh, jumping out of the way, you notice that where the lightning touched you, your skin looks very similar to how Thyrocars looked when he walked out of this cave. Yeah, you have those zigzags, and, and uh, it is this lightning shape that's kind of burned across your skin. I am not pleased because I'm really proud of my pearlescent gorgeous skin. Uh, this sucks, and I hate this guy even more now. So you throw this dagger. Oh, and I do <laughs> you, like, you know it's not going to do everything that you possibly can, but yeah. Are you proficient? Yeah. No, you would only add to an attack. That's yeah. uh, if you, uh, unless you're proficient with thrown weapons. Right. Or you're not proficient. In, oh, no. weapons used at oh, a throw. <laughs> yeah, like like a uh, guy would be proficient with throwing it because he's uh-huh. good at the deck stuff and maybe patches too. Yeah. Well, I am. I mean, dex is one of my proficiency areas because I'm a dancer. You proficient in daggers? Yeah. Fine. fine. Okay, you're fine. probably a jungle sword. Fine, fine, fine. Fine, fine, fine. I'm just going to dance, damn it. You can stop justifying it. I said, fine. <laughs> we just want to make sure it's really clear. So what do I add? Is my dex bonus? I have, yeah, your sorry, dex. Sorry, I've never used pointy weapons before. I was a wizard. Yeah, you, it's, you just add your dex straight to <laughs> okay, the four. Okay, sweet. So, seven. Yeah, so this dragon yeah. flies up, and you just see Callista teetering out, and she has this, her skin is scorched, and it looks like lightning, and she just chucks this dagger at it, and it hits... Yeah. I mean, right in his wing. Uh, you think that if it hit the scales, it may have just bounced right off, but it just slices the wing a bit. He's still airborne, but uh, he just roars out, and as he roars out, just, insolence! Then as, I toddle uh, he's back into up the, in the cave air. entrance, because I still had some movement Okay, left. sure. Uh, Arwell, you were up. My one spell that does damage is lightning. <laughs> oh, no! Uh, well, at um, least you're not going to waste it. That's true, I guess. Thanks, guy. But if this heals him, then fuck you. <laughs> his wings are... Like, um, and he gets his charge back. Ha-ha. Yeah, right. He just absorbs <laughs> it. Fuck, thanks. <laughs> All right, one second. 
Is a blue dragon considered a good dragon? Not dog. If he's acting no, like fuck this. this dragon is not a good dragon. This I is clearly an asshole. I hate this dragon. dragon. I love that Patches hates him so hard. This dragon is such a fucking baby. <laughs> um, literally, literally, he's a baby. Patches yeah. has no patience for anyone. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah, get a little bit closer, I guess, for now. And then. Uh, can I see him a little bit from here? He's yeah, he's he's above okay. the stone, so um, you move up behind patches behind this rock. You uh, true strike against him for now. Okay, yeah, so you cast true strike, and you're just able to. You, it just increases your focus on this uh, dragon on Agdavoski cast as he floats in the air in front of you. Guy, you're up. I'm just gonna roll over here and try to launch another bolt. Rottenness, fight! Okay, so uh, Guy is moving from uh, near the cave entrance to the nearest puddle. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm moving near this body of water that's very small, and I'm gonna try to fire an arrow right at my eye. Right at his eyeball. <laughs> Thanks, Steve Irwin. Ten. Mm-mm, nope. So once this, this arrow, the last one was kind of vaporized, and this arrow just uh, hits the scales of this dragon wormling, and though this dragon is very young, its scales are still uh, the stuff dragons are made out of, and you just see your arrow, ping, like right off of it, like it's nothing. What a bitch! Yeah, patches, you're up. So I'm staying where I am, but I'm gonna yell back at the dragon. Um, what the fuck is your problem? I said we would help you. No one is more capable of helping you than us. Let us help you. Stop attacking us. And that's uh, thirteen persuasion. If you were truly servants and under my rule, you would never have attacked, even if I attacked you. As I said, you talked back, and there's no going back now. One of you will be made an example of. Oh, fuck you. This guy doesn't know what he just walked into, which is killing all of us, basically. Anything else, old patches? (laughs) Um, He's... In the air, mm-hmm. you can see him. I mean, you're talking. You're yeah. you're behind okay. this rock, but he's flown above it, and so yeah. you're looking at him. Just fucking give him the finger. Bonus <laughs> 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 action. Yeah. Okay, that's it. So I see everyone flipping off this dragon, and I want to be not. a part of it. I flip it off with my fake <laughs> arcane focus finger, and then point at it and cast um, Eldritch Blast. Oh, nice. What is so this? We'll do that at least. Yeah, it's a cantrip. Oh, perfect. Um, it's 120 feet. He's so from behind this boulder. I'm casting Eldritch Blast, and I'm gonna roll for it. Come on, <laughs> I rolls. It's probably pretty high. 16. Yeah, it is. All right, <laughs> we did something. We did. Something. <laughs> I did something. <laughs> we did a thing. All right, so it's 1d10 force damage. That's good. Four. That's a two. Hey, I did. You, you, you don't you add did. anything. You should add your spell modifier to it yeah. at least. Oh, your spell attack thing. Oh. Your spell modifier alone is probably Three. charisma. Three. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So five damage total. Five. <laughs> I hit the bird cage. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. You, you all see uh, patches yelling. He's still just like arguing. He's not even trying to fight. He's just like <laughs> arguing with this fucking dragon. And he, then you all see him flip it off. Um, Adelaide comes in and flips it off with a different finger. You see her arcane focus amethyst finger begin to glow. And this strange energy begins to kind of pool around it and she just shoots it out toward this dragon and it hits him right in the chest. It seems to, it seems to kind of bypass that armor that he has. Uh, whereas Guy's arrow kind of just ping like right off of it. Uh, and Guy firing these arrows, you see Agdavoska cast just whoosh, like sw- like l- as fast as lightning just swoop down at you. And I'm all like, God damn! <laughs> Buffalo, oh! Did you get close yeah, enough for either Patches or me to get a 
No, he would. I mean, he's yeah, up in the air. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Don't hurt me too um, bad. You can see, you can see that horn, uh, and with a natural twenty, I'm just pretty much going to tell you anything he's doing that is natural to him. You see that horn beginning to glow, and though you know that it should take him a while to recharge it because he's so young, but it looks like he is really close to getting that lightning breath back already. You can see the lightning kind of forming around that horn on the top. Uh, but uh, for now, he is lunging at you with his maw wide open. And though the there's not lightning coming out of it, he attempts to take a giant bite out of Guy. That's a 22. That's going to hit. Goddamn. That's seven damage. I'm not dead. All right, so um, if you're throwing a dagger, it's a ranged attack, right? So what's the 2060 here? Uh, if it's, you take if it's over six. Oh, feet? if if yeah. if it's twenty feet, uh, you roll regularly. If it's uh, sixty or greater, it's disadvantage because it's so fucking right. far away. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Callista is up. All right. Look, here's my favorite part of today. You can take a video. Yeah. Oh, a picture. We were talking about it so much. I imagine we're gonna post it. Uh, okay. Right. They're gonna be like, why do they all keep gagging and. Okay, uh, Callista's, you're up. Uh, yeah. Okay, um, Callista is basically just leaning against the inside of this cave. Makes sense. There's still one hit point. Um, seeing what's happening over there, um, she wants to give some bardic inspiration to poor Gus, who seems to be catching the Gus is of dead, I'm Guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Guy. Yeah. Oh, that's so bad. Who is Gus? Guy. Wait, who the fuck is Gus? Can your nickname just be Gus? <laughs> no. Calypso's friend. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm going to throw some bardic inspiration your way. So Guy has bardic inspiration Guy, now. not so much on your buffalo. You are the hero we need today. I know. You will defeat the blue dragon with I, our help. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> if you say so. I will, I will write you a sonnet about your achievements if okay. you live and stuff. You giving bardic inspiration is... A bonus action. Bonus so, action. Okay. Yeah, so I just wanted to start with that. So okay. What's that give me? You get to roll 1d6 on any d20 roll, basically. Yeah. yeah. I will keep that in mind. Here, for my action, uh-huh. since I just threw away my only ranged weapon. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> it's it's your... over in the, like, it's in the gold pile. It went through his wing and, like, ching, like right into yeah, the gold pile. Totally yeah, will get that later. Um, in the meantime, all I have left to, in my toolkit is some vicious mockery. Yes. And... Because I think it'll probably piss him off more. I'm actually going to direct it to everybody else just so he can overhear it. Uh, Guys, come on. I'm going to write the dragon bigger in the story than he actually looks. But this guy's dinky. He's so small. My blue hair is prettier than his scales. (laughs) The dragon dies. And then I back kills up himself. <laughs> Lightning burn. Uh, all right, so uh, with Vicious Mockery, what do you... Mm-hmm. Uh, vicious Mockery. He rolls against it, right? Yes, he has to roll a Wisdom Saving Throw. Holy shit, that's so bad. Um, <laughs> that's a six. He, he fails. Okay. He gets my 13. Yeah, goddamn. Roll the damage. He's taking full. I mean, it was a good insult. Like... Caught him off guard. He thought he was looking real cool hurting you guys. And <laughs> you're yelling at him and Patches is still just sitting there like, yeah. We've killed larger things today. True. Nice. Ooh, um, so that's seven damage again. Dude, Callista's putting the hurt on nice. this dragon. I don't like him any more than Patches does. Don't you touch her lily white skin. Yeah. Reels. Nice. Hey guys, I worked hard on this. Nicely done, Callista. Uh, all right, Arwol, you were up. I'm going to open up the spell scroll that was given to me for field research, the Burning Hands one. Ooh. Um, Nice. 
What I know, it's about a 15-foot cone. <laughs> well, no, you're actually... She said it was... She said it was supposed to work. Yeah, well... Yeah. So you... There's no better... No, you don't... Yeah, you wouldn't... Without doing previous research, you wouldn't know how burning hands works exactly unless you know it already. I feel like we've tried that on each other at Finger Spark Spring. Uh-huh. <laughs> We tried it on each other. Yes. But that was That's like... what we do. <laughs> yeah. So you pull out um, this experimental anyway, scroll that I, Lupe has given you. I'm just... I'm filling out intuition. Spellcaster yeah. intuition. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you open this scroll, and I need you, before you do anything, yeah. uh, to make a check to see how this experiment goes. Roll 1d6 for me. 1d6. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Chaos magic. Okay. Uh, You pull this scroll out. Lupe told you that it did something like burning hands. And as you (laughs) open this scroll, man, it uh, it sparks. And you see these interesting, intricate shapes. And as you break the seal of the scroll and open it, it looks like the shapes and the writing themselves, there's a giant circle in the middle of band with writing all the way around it. Mm -hmm. It seems like the writing shifts a bit. And you can see, like, the diagram of a dragon's head uh, in the side of one and then of, like, fire on the other end. And this purple light kind of emits from it, just like, and it bathes. You guys can see R will open this, and it bathes him in a purple light. And as it does, I need you to roll one d six for me. Okay. Shit. That went well. This is nerve Five. Five. Uh, who all is in is within thirty feet of you? Oh no. Who is he? This one. Mm. This one. He's a little one. He's a little one. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, everyone, including you, within 30 feet of you is healed for five hit points. <gasps> oh, my God. Damn it, I'm the only one. <laughs> Please! That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, um, it, is an, it is an ally spell, so you would okay. keep it from the dragon. And once you open it and that magic begins to kind of infuse in you and activate, you get a little better understanding of it. Okay. Um, but uh, only enough to keep it from healing Agnivoska cast. Well, uh, it is an allied cool. spell. Howdy doody. All right. Um, I guess that's my action. And Sweet, yeah. Yeah, went okay. Went okay. Went okay. There were wor- there were worse rolls for that. I promise. Could have been worse for sure. Uh, all right, uh, guy, you're up. It's too close for me to use my bow and arrow, so I pull out my hand axe and I'm gonna try to lodge it into his face. Sure. Oh, that's gonna hit. Damn. Mod twenty. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> so that is one d six plus one. So where that dragon's maw scratched across a uh, guy, six. it just kind of heals up, and he pulls his axe out and just swings at it. And you don't. It doesn't actually pierce through his scales, but the hit is just so hard and close after he bites that uh, you're able to deal some of this bludgeoning damage. Uh, six damage. Six damage. You guys are making it happen right now. Uh, yeah, you see him. Uh, you see him kind of like flinch back at this and like turn his head. And you see his his eyes, though they are small, they are full of energy, and they kind of start whipping back and forth. Uh, and you notice he notices that you guys have been healed a bit, though he's not frantic. He is just looking around, except uh, Callista for sure. But uh, once again, he just yells out, "Insolence, stand down!" Uh, and oh, Patches, you were up. Said it doesn't <laughs> learn. Never! Yeah, you said you're gonna kill us. <laughs> Fuck you, you son of a bitch. And I throw one of my two daggers at him. <laughs> cool. Jeez! Oh, 
It's a nine. Dice purge. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Uh, you see Guy just hit him with this axe and he turns around and screams, calls you all insolent, tells you to stand down and you just chuck a dagger at him. Um, it does bounce off of his scales uh, once more. You guys are just seeing kind of the resilience of this, but um, no damage is taken, unfortunately. Cool. So I'm um, on the same side of the boulder that I was on previously and I'm going to, now that he's moved, I'm going to just come on to the opposite. You're going to go to the opposite of the boulder to take full cover again? Yes. Okay. Uh, Adelaide, you're up. All right. Uh, since it worked really well. Mm, oh, this is a lake. Okay, I'm going to move from behind the boulder over where Arwell is across the lake. Five, ten, fifteen, puddle. <laughs> and shoot Eldritch Blast again. Okay. So I, like, shoot it, and I'm like, ha-ha, that worked, and I do it again. Sixteen? <laughs> Sixteen hits. That's the same thing you rolled last time, right? No. <gasps> Thanks, Dice, for being consistent this time. I wish I could say the same for my battles. Seven damage. Holy crap. You guys are doing seven damage, all of you. Seven, seven. Rolling seven. Lucky seven. Not I. Uh, Yeah, and so once again, you guys just see the glow of that amethyst finger, and then something just slams in the side of Agdavoska cast, and he roars out as uh, this hits him. Uh, And is this you, Adelaide? After hitting him twice in a row, he just comes straight over to you. I need to roll something real quick. Bring it. Shouldn't probably say that. Yeah. Uh, he gets right here. Uh, and as he does, you see that horn just light up one more time. You see it start to conduct this electricity. His maw opens wide. And you just, once again, hear this thunder just... Through this place as this lightning shoots through. So, Arwol and Adelaide, yeah. You guys just became the greatest threats to him, so... Boy, I sure here wish we I had inspiration right now. <laughs> Do something inspiring. So say we yeah. all. I definitely made that. 21. Yeah. Arwol makes it. Seven. Ooh, that's gonna be full damage. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, oh, God. This is, you're the only one doing. Oh, this battle is tearing at my heartstrings. Oh uh, man. Okay, so hang on. You were gonna take nine damage. Oh no. You're gonna take eighteen damage, Adelaide. You're dead. Dead. No, you? I'm at minus eight. Woo! No, what's your no, wait, what's wait, your full? Eighteen. Um, ten. Oh, okay. Uh, you're minus two I away from being dead, dead forever. Oh, God. Does that, are you still up? Nine? Yeah. Oh, I had eight temporary health points. Oh, God. Because of my false life I used. (gasps) Oh, nice. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Cheating death like a (gasps) soul. Yeah, well, you guys see, uh, Adelaide has just hit him two times in a row with this Eldritch Blast. He gets right beside her and from the air just shoots this lightning out of his mouth. And she, like, as it clears, it blinds you. It's like a flash bomb. Yeah. <laughs> ah, his mouth is like open in front of your face. I'm so excited about hitting him that I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, but as this as this clears and your eyes begin to readjust, you notice that Adelaide is her skin doesn't have a few marks from this lightning. She's covered in it. And you see her like yeah, yeah, you see her face down and this water is just kind of still dripping all around her. Uh, Arwell, live, Arwell looks, uh, <laughs> that, that strange aura that he had around him has certainly gone away. It was very pungent. It only seems like he's back to his regular self after that uh, lightning kind of went right through him. Face um, down, ass up. That's the way we like I to die. Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Callista's up. I'm going to throw another, my last bardic inspiration over at Arwell. Do, do I keep that Thank for you. a while? Ten minutes. Cool. Yeah, because you're all, you're the only ones left standing. So Ooh. true. <laughs> Ooh. I'm, I'm still so standing. Right. Oh, you're still up. And I've yeah. still got one thing I can do. Neat. <laughs> okay, never mind. I'll throw it to you then. 
Oh, no, no, you don't have to. No, 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 no. do. Okay. You're giving bardic inspiration to... I think you have... Yeah, you have better. To who? I do. To, um, to Patches. Somebody yell out, Patches! Patches, my man! Oh. This is our first adventure, but you were born for this day! Yeah! And then, I can't think of it right now because I'm tired, but I threw down a whole rap about it, and it's amazing. <laughs> it's coming. She tells you about the rap. I'm working on this rap that you're really going to love. It's gonna be we got to get out of here first. <laughs> you live, and I can write this book. You're going to be the yeah. hero of it. It's going to be amazing. All right, so you have a D6 to use uh, whenever you like to. Yep. D6 um, on any mm-hmm. D20 roll. Yeah. And then I'm going to... Um, Just once? Just mm-hmm. once. If both of y'all can land I'm going to viciously mock again, because that's all I can do from here. You're just trying to make fun of him. I'm going to say, hey, horse dragon. That's all you can do is spit fake electricity at people? Whatever. That's lame. That's Don't you have one. any actual weapons? <laughs> As I sit down on the floor. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like about to pass out. Like, nice moves, idiot. <laughs> you, might, you run that you on like. Duracells or Energizers? <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, he rolls against it, right? Yeah. That is a 13. Uh, oh, that's, he dies. Uh, meets beats. Or? Meets beats. So uh, yeah, he beats half. Half. You're a little woozy. Wasn't your best yeah, insult? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so it's four totals. So he takes two. two. Yeah, not your best, but you can tell. You know these guys are vain, and even like the slightest insult. Just the fact that I'm even bothering yeah, to insult him puts him, him a little. It puts him on tilt a bit. He just yells out, uh, "You haven't even seen the surface." Uh, as you're kind of yelling out, are those all the weapons you have? Like, yeah, whatever. you're up. Doing the same fucking shit over and over again. Whatever. Oh, why is everything I have lightning? <laughs> I know, right? Oops. Uh, I met my match. <laughs> God damn it. All right, no, I'm going to do mage armor on myself. Okay. Okay. Um, so just now happens, my, right? yeah, it just happens. Okay. Guy, you're up. No. Oh, and then I, I, I'm, I'm going to come a little closer. Okay, so you move to the rock on the other side of... Oh, no, you're moving on the rock toward where he is. Yeah, I'm moving toward him. Okay, you move toward Agdavoskikast, who is on the um, southernmost part of the chamber. I, as I do it, I would like to talk to him once again. Okay, sure. Uh, and you all see this sheen as Arwell walks out. You just see this thin veil of blue kind of light up around him. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm going to just go up to him and be like, Listen, looks like you've already killed one of us now. Let us take our dead, and we will serve you. But allow us to leave. Uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. Just put it in his head. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was about yet, to say just, a lot's already happened. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Oh. Cool. Uh, guy, you're up. I'm mad, so I disregard his uh, <laughs> request, and so I'm going to utilize my bardic in- inspiration oh, to fire, fire an arrow right into his ass, and boom. So that is 16, 17, 18. Damn, dude. Yeah, you hit. It's one D eight <laughs> plus three. Blah! Five. Hey, five damage. Dude, yeah, you hit, and you guys are noticing uh, he's not flying well anymore. Uh, like, where there was, where the, there were those confident wings just beating when you all first started. Uh, it seemed like he was able to suspend himself in the same spot, but now he's starting to kind of bob in the air, and you notice that there's a little more uh, like force and effort coming through when uh, his wings are flapping. Yeah, this this dragon is not looking good, and as this arrow hits 
Uh, it doesn't hit right in the, like, it doesn't pierce the scales or anything like that, but you can tell that just, like, the force of all these things you guys are throwing at him is starting to wear on him, and he's, like, he's young. He's a small dragon. Uh, and as this arrow hits, he just yells out, You'll rue the day you came here, the day that you had decided to stand against me. Lucky for you, I don't know what rue means. <laughs> uh, Patches is up. I'm just being stupid. Um, I'm going to throw my other dagger, and I'm going to use my bardic inspiration. Hell yeah. Do it. Oh. oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> oh no. Um, it's a six and a one. So that is, hold on. So that's a 13. Really? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hit, but I'm really impressed it's a 13. <laughs> <laughs> Just like throwing my daggers everywhere. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you get close I and practice yeah, this. as he's bobbing, like this other dagger does sail pretty wide. You can hear it just out in the corner of this, <laughs> out in the cor- in the corner of this cavern somewhere. You can just hear it echo as it like hits the ground somewhere. Uh, Adelaide, you are dead. Make a death saving throw. You are dead. Nice. Yeah, you guys, uh, you see her twitch just a bit on the ground. You're not sure if it's from the electricity or if, <laughs> like, yeah, or if she's like maybe coming back to life a bit. Guy was the last one. You didn't actually attack. No, uh, and so, yeah, Activoska cast <laughs> flies over at Guy once more. Uh, that is a 19. Does that hit you? Nope. Yeah, it does. It's 10 damage as he flies in and bites at you. Come on, I'm dead. You're unconscious. Uh, and this time, for the first time since you guys started fighting, after... Guy goes down, you see these this maw kind of clamp into him and rake across his chest and his body falls. Uh, Agdavoskacast is on all fours, uh, crawling on the ground, turns to look at all of you, and for once does not say anything. Uh, just has his teeth bared in front of all of you. Oh my god. You got a short bow? <laughs> I was wondering. Calista, <laughs> <laughs> oh you're up. Okay. You, dude, no way. I love that Patches is so oh mad. God. Patches is so mad and caught up. He's just like, motherfucker, throwing these daggers. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. Mock him. <laughs> There's no shame in a third vicious mockery. Yeah, I mean, I can just keep mocking his ass. Um, yeah. I'm also going to try to make my way, like, as far as I can, like, I'm trying to get over to where my dagger is to retrieve it okay. <laughs> if I can. So I sort of crawl over there. Yeah. Use my full movement to, it's like, you said it's over in the gold hoard? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like, wait. Is that as far as you can get? Yeah, that's my full right. movement. Um, and from there, I'm still within range to viciously mock him. And right. I'm feeling pretty puny at this point. So I just look at him, I'm like, your father was a hamster and your mother smelt of elderberries or something like that. What don't dragons like? Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, you can't think? Think of, think of something that makes you feel like shit. I just said that. Yeah. All right, roll for it. Oh, he rolls against it. I keep forgetting. Wisdom saving throw. He turns around Dude, and goes, my father was He's weak. Hamster. He's weak right now. And he's vain and he does not make that save. Good. Because I just rolled another four, so that's seven. another seven damage. Are you kidding? That's so funny. Oh. I love my metal dice. Uh, he lands as he as he hits this. Um, and it's always funny because I think that psychic damage is a really interesting thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's literally like a, oh, 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 oh. it's it's more like a he just starts to realize maybe yeah yeah right it's like a morale thing. Maybe my father. Uh, he just la- he lands on the ground and you can see him starting to look around. His head no longer up and confident, but like lowered and looking at all of you defensively. Uh, his wings no longer flapping. You notice a tear in it from one of your daggers earlier that you threw at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you notice that uh, some of his scales are discolored from the Eldritch Blasts. And what's stranger than anything, he's not speaking anymore. 
not calling you all small, not calling you servants, not speaking highly of himself. He's gone quiet and you can see his abdomen <sighs> heaving for breath, uh, though he still is showing uh, that maw, those teeth are bared. Um, mm. Arwell, you're up. Yeah. I am going to <laughs> run up to him and go, you stupid little piece of shit, and take my quarterstaff with both hands Okay. and hit him. You guys see Arwell get worked up for the first time ever. Arwell, you know how to swear? <laughs> I'm a professor. <laughs> We're, right. School's not in session right now. Oh, and truth be told, I hate children. <laughs> All right. Nice. So, do, 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 do. So I had Straight. plus three to hit, so mod 20. Plus three? Oh, uh, because it's my proficiency as well. Got it. Ready to uh, so 20, 20 hits. Yeah. Dude, if you... <laughs> Kill him with a stab. Is this two hands or is it D8? Bonk him right on the head. Okay. You have been bonked. Oh. For what it's worth, canonically, that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two damage. Yeah. So you guys see Arwol. This dragon lands. Uh, Active Oscar cast lands. Callista, Callista is like so. Callista's. Callista's, yeah, dude, Callista's so weak. She's got these half-assed insults coming at him, and Arwell comes up and just like hits him with a stick. Yeah, yeah, and you see him like pull his. his yeah, you see him pull it back, but still not looking great. Oh wait, that was guy. Anything else? That's all I can. All right, guy, make a death saving throw. Fifteen. Nice. Yeah, guy. Uh, you guys see guy pulling a breath as he sits uh, unconscious on the ground. Patches, you're up. I heard a lot of exciting noise coming from over here, so. Uh, so p- patches. Uh, so I look around and I'm like, "Oh, holy shit! I have this bow <laughs> that I forgot about." Um, and I'm going to sneak attack him because I have uh, an ally within five feet of him. Okay. Uh, and where are you at? This is important. Okay, good. If you're, uh, it's for what it's worth, uh, sneak attack is a really tricky thing, and this is for future reference. It's going to work right now. If you were within his line of sight, it wouldn't work because he can see you, and the idea is that you have an ally on the side of him that's keeping him from looking right. your way. Okay. So here I go. <laughs> uh, no, wait, it's a sneak attack, correct? What? So you get advantage. You get advantage. Oh. Is, or is it just sneak attack damage? No, I'm pretty okay. sure you get advantage on a sneak attack. Might be making that up if I'm I am. Twenty. No shit. Are you yeah, kidding? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was yeah. the first one? I'm, I'm like a three. Oh. Yeah, just let it be a mistake. Advantage on the attack roll. Uh huh. Thank you. Must be a finesse or range weapon. Thank you. You need advantage. Yep. I thought you got advantage. That's unless the whole point of sneak a, attack. Unless there's someone within five feet of you. Right. The whole point of sneak attack is it gives you advantage. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, so you get nat twenty on this motherfucker. You're like yes. patches all his rage. Just do you have anything you'd like to say as? Well, roll your damage, roll your damage. Okay. I want to see how bad Live it is. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. So, <laughs> so, the bow itself is a d6, and so I'm going to add so another you, d6. Yeah. So, the house rule, just to remind everybody, you get a full d6, uh, and then you roll one more d6 and get your uh, proficiency added to it. So, just roll one. Yeah. One you get full you automatically. Get automatically. Sneak attack gives me a plus d6. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, just like the attack itself is a 10, and then... What, what, plus, what, what, the plus the six? Plus the six, so 16, six. plus your proficiency. Oh. You're so, so good with so this bow. <laughs> so, Why did you 18. forget about it? Holy shit. Uh, this guy, for what it's worth, just to help you with your flavor, uh, had three health left. Nice. And you did so 18. So, uh, no, no, so what, what, how do you finish, the, how do you finish Act of Oscar cast off? Um, 
Man, I want to, like, god damn it, I guess I can't, like, get his attention. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, well, fair enough. Um, I want to, I want to shoot him in the fucking face with the arrow and then run over to him and point at him as he's dying, like, in his face. Like, you stupid fucking asshole. Okay. Those are the last words he hears. Yeah, yeah. and I would be like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and I was gonna like do fake tears. Oh. Um, you see, you see him open his maw toward you as he's he's writhing. He's in his death throes. You can see his body. His body's twitching involuntarily, and he's trying to get up. Uh, and you hear this death rattle, not unlike thunder, just kind of <laughs> out of his throat as he loses it. And the last thing he hears is Patches calling him an asshole. And then <laughs> you see the lightning and energy in his eyes just kind of fades away and they turn milky. Uh, and his body just rides one more quick time. And then very unnaturally, just almost like a jolt of lightning goes through him, just stiffens. And then he dies right in front of you. You all have killed Agdavoska Cast. Yeah. Dragon and Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. What? Neat. We've been playing for how many years? That's the first dragon. <laughs> well, technically D&D it was monsters. a wormling, so calm, calm. No, technically it was a dragon. <laughs> it was a dragon. Okay, okay. Nina, you uh, the No, you know that wormling doesn't mean it's a worm, right? It just means it's a small dragon. Uh, it still looks like it's a baby <laughs> wormling because dragons are W Y R M. They're worms. Uh, it's yeah. a wormling. Uh, <laughs> a it's not. Wait, 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 wait. How did you imagine this thing through that whole combat? Well, you know how, like, guppies and tadpoles <laughs> the don't have feet? Well, you know how, like, tadpoles don't have feet? I so a like snake. A, no, like a giant. You didn't have arms and just wings or something? We killed a snake! <laughs> Oh, that was he was almost as annoying as that librarian Falra. Almost. Oh, it's like in Game of Thrones when Daenerys has her, like, horse-sized dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a lot like that. I don't know what that's all I don't about. get it. Yeah, it's it's interesting because for the first time in a very long time, you guys feel that humidity kind of lift from the air. Uh, that thickness and that hard to breatheness. Yeah. You can you can just finally breathe it in and it doesn't sound like thunder is clapping from the outside and echoing through these halls any longer. Um, Running over to Adelaide, my yeah. friend. Yeah, you have two a guy and Adelaide both unconscious. Um, do I can I try to roll anything to stabilize her? Can somebody please put my soul back in my body? You can roll medicine, yeah. Okay. Really quickly like after this, I'm gonna run I'm gonna grab my daggers. Okay. That I through all over the room. Yeah, Callista's 16 so going to go collect your dagger. Um, a 60 medicine will stabilize. Cool. And so you went down with the lightning blast, and so you know that her body is just trimmering. She's basically having a seizure. So uh, you walk over and you open her mouth, yeah. and you get some cloth and just put it in there to make sure she doesn't bite her cool. tongue or anything crazy like that. Uh, and you're able to kind of uh, keep her focused on you enough. And I will put like my metal glove on her and then put my hand on the ground, see if yeah. I can ground her. You ground her. Oh, that's cool. I really like that. I really like that. Yeah, so you ground her and you're able to kind of dis- dissipate this electricity that's coursing through her body. And with that, her eyes focus on you for a second and then you just see her lull into a sleep. Appreciate that. Guy, guy is still bleeding and on the ground. Uh, um, guy, actually, uh, since you guys helped Adelaide first, I'm going to make Guy make another death saving throw for me. Okay. Oh. It's a six. Fail. A six is a fail. Uh, and so... Yeah, run over him. Yeah, you notice that... And on, on that fail, you do notice that there's a puddle of blood yeah. kind of forming around Guy as he's sitting here. Um, and feces. Yeah, he pee-peed. Uh, what do I have? But that was before he died. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of cow pies, it's like buffalo pies. Mm, that's what my shoes are. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Um... 
Buffalo Spring Heel. What does All right, I mean, yeah, because he's like bleeding pretty badly from the bite. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The thing um, that took him down was a bite from the. I'm gonna there. try to roll medicine and then use for, like for my tinker's tools if I can mm-hmm. to see if I can sew him up or something. Sure, that makes sense. I'll be down with that, especially since I'm asleep for it. Uh, Seventeen. Yep, that'll do it. Can um, I use like my fire starter that I have and just yeah, like, carterize a bit? Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you guys are watching, and Tink Tink is just going to work. Arwol is just like healing your teammates and doing his best and like killing it right now. So you two are stable. Let's go uh-huh. lose some gold. Yeah. Look like Frankenstein. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would loot some things if I yeah, were to win. Actually, yeah, I did Calista and has already Patches. made her way to no, the board. Like, you let's loot some gold. Will you loot in honor of me? Of course. I'm just sort of sitting on top of the pile of gold. Cool. Um, yeah. cheating my dad. All right. I like. So you guys basically stabilize Adelaide and Guy, and then just leave them there, and you're like, "Let's go check out this yeah. pile." <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. It's yeah, fine. it's yeah. fine. Okay. <laughs> she knows where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, you walk. Well you walk over to this. Uh, you you guys walk over to this Priorities. pile of gold. Um, <laughs> the blue magic in here is still lighting this place dimly, which is what allowed everyone to see in this fight. Um, but there's just this dim blue magic, and it's these strange orbs kind of pulsing around. Uh, you all walk up to this pile. Are you are you ready to roll something over here? Yeah, I am. Oh, what are you rolling? I just I want to investigate the see what. It yeah, go for it. Go crazy. Investigation eighteen. Okay. Uh, with an eighteen, you walk over to this gold pile, and you realize that it seems like there's actually a little bit of dirt and rock <laughs> under it to give it a little bit of. Girth, you know, to make his treasure pile look a little bit bigger. So he padded his golden bra. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely, he padded his golden bra. Like you do. Like you do. Uh, But you do find a few spell scrolls in it. Yes. A spell scroll of Minor Illusion, of True Strike, and of Charm Person. You find a heart-shaped locket. Yes, good. A pen, uh, a pen that isn't unlike a sewing needle that has a glass bead in the middle of it. Uh, an interesting-looking wand. It's a little crude, but it's definitely a wooden wand, nonetheless. You find a uh, two books and what looks like a jade dragonfly. Good. Okay. You also find among the top... You notice that the top is covered in the most gold, and underneath it there's copper and silver. But in total, you find 90 gold pieces. And you said True Strike, Disguise Self, and... Uh, minor Illusion. Minor Illusion. Yep. Two of those belong to... Mm-hmm. Um, do we see, uh, can I look for a medical healing book? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I brought my list. Nice. No, no, no. You don't have to, sorry. Oh, you don't okay. have to roll investigation. You have two books. Oh, okay. And one I of them is that. Two books. Uh, gotcha. Okay. They, when, uh, when Professor Vanderman was telling you about this, though, he told you it acted like a first aid kit, and you all would know this, so we don't need to role play it out and roll uh-huh. for it. A first aid kit can only stabilize a person. Gotcha. So it wouldn't, so like, actually heal, heal. heal. Gotcha. Right. It just makes it so they don't die. Did we find the string of beads? Is that the needle you were describing? Yes, yeah, uh, that keeps smoke away. Yeah. Yeah, a pin with a glass bead. uh, With glass beads, it has multiple Mm -hmm. that keep smoke away from you. Yep. That's cool. Awesome. That's all the things. That's good. Cool. Um, Awesome. Was a wand one of them? Yes. Okay. Wand of light. Nice. Cool. Um, Well, do we... uh, would this be too heavy for all of us to put in our backpacks, or the three of us? They're pretty small um, things. There's, there's a, well, there's a lot of copper pieces in this, uh, and and that is like a pretty huge pain in the, the ass. Copper. Okay, if you forget Just the copper, the there's still gold and silver. Yeah, there's still eighty gold pieces. Eighty gold. Pieces. <laughs> so you'll bleed behind. 
Uh, right, no, but I'm, if yeah, you leave all the gold. copper behind, it's uh -huh. it's ten worth of gold pieces, it was like, uh, which is a yeah. shit ton of copper. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. All right, so, so 80? there's eighty actual gold. Pieces. Like Sweet. between gold and silver, there's eighty gold pieces. And that's okay. much lighter. Way lighter. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you all are still in this cave system, yeah. uh, however. Um, water's still pouring in. The, the storm outside seems to have stopped. Uh, the water is still seeping through the ground and okay. coming in here. I'm gonna make my way back into the other chamber okay. and see if our friend Greg is still on the other side of those boulders watching. Yeah. You wanna call yeah, out? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna come back up through the tunnel and say, Hey uh Greg, Greg uh, I'm hey. still here! Is everyone okay? Um, sort of. <laughs> yes and no. Um, we're pretty Doing hurt. Calling, yes. We've got mm -hmm. two unconscious. Yeah. Um, three, actually. No, just two. Three. Two, sorry. That's okay. Which is it? <laughs> so no, sorry. I'm really, really weak. Um, yeah, we got two down. Um, the dragon's dead. Dragon? Yeah. I mean, he's a small Holy one. fuck! <laughs> like, like horse size. He, no big. Oh, um, you can hear the relief. Oh. <laughs> Regardless, you just send him on a roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like a true storyteller. Uh, <laughs> I knew we could count on you. I was right to call on Tink Tink, and his friends were well learned. Can you just get us the fuck out of here? You heal shit. I've uh, I've used as much of my power just to clear this much. It it may take some time. You all rest. Okay. I'll do my best to get you out of there. Do you got like a granola bar? <laughs> I love granola. <laughs> I, I, I'm not um, even hungry. No, yeah, uh, we need to get out. I didn't think to bring rations. I got down here as fast I, as I, I think, could. I think we've got a few. We'll, we'll be all right until you can bring help back. Uh, a a moment. If it, are you sure it's safe down there? Yes. We haven't seen anything else. So from what we've seen, yes. And nothing can get in. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> or uh, out. A fair point. Um. I'll be back. Just wait. Okay. Uh, no more than no more than a half hour will pass. Okay. Don't move the buffalo. <laughs> uh, the buffalo? I mean, I know I know of what you speak, but yeah, he's tied up to a tree outside. Just leave him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can hear his footsteps just like as he's taking off up through here. Um, and as you turn around, you actually notice uh, two forms come down from the ceiling. Uh, you see these two goblins, like one, you already noticed mm -hmm. that one dropped onto mm -hmm. you before and it took off. Mm -hmm. uh, two more come down from the ceiling. It seems like they were laying in wait uh, for what they're, you're unsure. They don't say anything to you. Mm -hmm. They're just kind of looking around. Uh, what? Who are you? Wait, uh, just. Who are you? Oh, just goblins, just goblins. Clearly. We work for the school. Uh, we don't want to hurt anybody. You were part of the operation here? Yes. Unwillingly, I'm but, sure. Yes, we couldn't. Help it. I get it. He's and both of them are holding their hands up still. Uh -huh. Like, they both have their hands above their heads. So they're on Is opposite sides of this chamber. Did somebody frisk them or something? Sure. I mean, and, and um, you, um, you can yeah, lower your inside. hands. Lower your they, they lower their hands, and they're, they're just kind of in front of them. Yeah, insight. Um, seven. Uh, with a seven... <laughs> Yeah, they're like, uh, you just got out of this fight, your adrenaline's pumping. You think that you're like ready to kill, but you're like, maybe not. Um, but these goblins are just uh, looking at you and, uh, Arwell, you tell them to put their hands down. Put your hands down. So are you guys in the chamber with her now? Yeah. You walked into the other room? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, they, they're looking at you and Patches is kind of like looking at them really intently and one of them just finally speaks up and goes, is it over? It is. We've definitely set you free from the dragon. And they're we like, him. dragon? You never saw him, did you? No! Huh. Only Diacar! We weren't allowed in that room! Is that dragon in that room? Yeah, you can yeah. check yourself. He's dead right no, there. No. I'm, I'm, I'll follow him. I'll follow him. I won't go in that room. 
There's a dragon in there. I'm going in there. The dragon corpse. No big. Guys, should we get some scales? We should. While we're here. Um, yeah, no. We're gonna we're gonna meet the dragon, but um, let's talk to Gregory when he comes in to say get us. Let's go get some scales. We got like half an hour. Okay. Yeah. Is All this right. long enough to um, roll some hit dice while we're? Or do we have to? I like actually just. I'll give you guys a. I'll give you guys a short rest. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Which will put. I unconsciously roll hit dice. You don't get hit dice. You and Guy are both at one HP. <gasps> You ha- you're you able to kind of come to... I wake to- up and I go, get some dragon scales. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up There's looking the into the face of the damn dragon because I'm like right there. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> There's my <"Bang."> <laughs> Guy wakes up in the face of that dragon like, God damn it. Holy fuck. <laughs> that takes you down to half an eight. <laughs> <laughs> a half. I'm going to scavenge some grub. Okay, so uh, you guys are able to get. How many of you? How many of you are trying to get these scales? Uh, me, 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 me. me. I, I would like to No, no, no. They're doing it. You two only just wake up oh. after this is all You're over. Like, I'm just sitting there, the slouched on the rocks. So I absolutely. Get me jacket scales. I'm up to a whopping three health points. Okay. Thanks I'll so aid Callista. Okay, Callista. Uh, so you guys are I'm able to get. Too. I have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I already rolled theirs and it was good, so I'm going to go ahead and give it to them. Uh, and then I'll roll another one for you and do half of this roll. Uh, you guys got six dragon scales, and then Patches comes over to aid and gets an extra dragon scale for this. So seven total. Okay. Seven total. Yeah. Uh, so you have seven blue dragon wormling scales. Did we find a heart-shaped pendant in the pile yes. of stuff? Mm-hmm. Yes. We did. Okay. We found all the things. Can I go grab a, lo- a little bit of copper? Yeah. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Do I need to roll investigation, or I gotta? No, you can just get it. It's all cool. there. Um, what about, can, we... can I, like, try to pry one of his claws off? Yeah, you'll have to roll strength for that, for sure. Okay. Um, while she does that, I want to work on this. <laughs> pretty strong. Okay. Yeah, both of you roll strength checks. Okay. Natural 20. Woo! You pull two teeth free. His two main canines, like the big ones, you're able to rip those out of his head. What about his... Oh, no, 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 no. You know what? Not teeth, claws. No, no, him. Sorry, you rolled a 20. You go to pull these teeth out, and as you go to pull them out, you realize that... Connected up under his mouth, that horn actually probably goes through, and you're able to, if you want, instead yeah, to pull that horn loose with the natural twenty. I'll give you the horn. Okay. Yeah, um, and I got a twelve for a claw. Uh, yeah, the twelve. You're able to pull two claws out. Like you're able to get a dagger and pry it in there, and it's really gross, and blood kind of spurts out and little streams. But you're able to get these claws I don't care, out. Be a bad right. So you guys, you guys have thoroughly picked this dragon wormling apart. Can we get hearts and shit. No. <laughs> Can I just like crawl in Dude, his mouth? Gregory comes in there and you guys are like covered in blood. And like, oh! My head pops out of his mouth. I'm like, hey! <laughs> Can I have a drink? Yes. Uh, so you all are awake now. Uh, you wake up to your bloody. Your friends are bloodied a bit. Um, but they have dragon pieces. Seven total. Seven total. So I feel oh, you like everybody, grab. Oh, okay. Everybody gets one, well, and then. Well, I just I'm writing so the total do. down. We'll figure out yeah, how we'll to divide it, it and stuff later. Okay. Over email. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, uh, and over you. owl. Uh, you two wake up. Is there anything you guys want to do uh, before this whole wait is over? I, I just want to like be like, hey, can I have one of those? I want one dragon scale. Yeah. We'll, we'll deal with that in a bit. <laughs> As you're looking at these dragon scales, it occurs to all of you in this cavern that the storm has passed, and over about a half an hour, the water doesn't stop completely, but it does start to seep in a little more slowly. Um, the magical lights have begun to dim just a bit. Um, and you do notice, uh, this may have occurred to you before, no way that dragon wormling got out of that skinny tunnel and through that tower. There's a giant hole 
in this chamber in the roof in front of you that it seems like was what the dragon was actually coming in and out of. Um, and you can see that now as everything's kind of starting to clear, as your mind specifically are starting to clear from this How fight. How high up is it? Uh, it's, uh, it's about 70 feet off the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, as you guys are finishing, like, cutting this dragon up and your friends are kind of starting to come around and wake back up after they were brutally beaten by this dragon <laughs> wormling, uh, you guys hear two loud thuds, boom, boom. Uh, and with that, you kind of hear this rubble settling, uh, and you just hear this voice boom out, Friends! Come! So loud. I, I go up. We go. <laughs> I use my quarterstaff to, like, get me up off the ground. All right. Are you all going to walk into the other chamber? Yeah. Okay, cool. I lay there and proceed to die. Yeah, <laughs> you just let, you let death's embrace just, just like, completely. Buffalo! I crawl up there, I'm like, I gotta live with the buffalo. Yeah. My buffalo. We killed giant guys, we bypassed level two, and they're now three. Yeah, well. <laughs> Down. It's likely. Yeah, so as this is all happening, uh, Gregory is walking you all out. He picks up the rear. Uh, he looks back. He sees that you three are just like, especially you two, covered in blood. Do uh, I still have some claws? Yes. Do we still have those really cool scars? Yeah, your scarring hasn't uh-huh. faded away completely. Though you think uh, over the course of 30 minutes, it's gone down a bit. Oh man. I kind of want um, to. Mm. Uh, I'll get him tattooed Quick question. Later. Did I just we loot the necromancer? Yeah, he only had three potions on him. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. And we, we want I want to make sure they see that his body is here. We should probably bring that back. Yeah. Yeah, he hadn't turned around. Him. So do you want to yeah. say something? Gregory yeah. was just going to escort you guys out, but Gregory, if you You need to probably see this. Yeah. Uh, he walks in and as he does, uh, he just le- he kind of falls to his knees. You can see him kind of choke up just a bit and he rolls him over and uh, he's like, "Rhyme. I didn't think you had it in you." He stands up to look at you and he's like, Ah, he's the last professor I expected to find here. Love those kids more than any of us. He was doing it for the kids. Based on Mm -hmm. what the dragon said to us, he was doing it to protect the children. I I woke over to Gregory and was like, I'm sorry for your school's loss. Um, Uh, He was a good man. Didn't deserve an end like this. There's actually, I think he said wormling, but I'll just say there's a blue dragon's carcass in the chamber below. By the gods! To have your school staff it seems more was going on down here than we could have ever and imagined. there's also a lot of runs just to help your school out if need be. It said something about the second tier fall, and it needed items for favor. We have an audience waiting for you in the headmistress's room. We'll talk more there. Cool. Great. Uh, but yeah, there's a dead carcass. Yeah, he, bronze, or bronze he leans down and says, uh, <laughs> that'll be taken oh. care of. And uh, it seems this is cleared out. He looks at the two goblins that are still, still in this room, and he goes, you two, back to the school, now. You have a lot of explaining to do. Uh, and he, he leans down and he scoops Rhyme up uh, and like holds him in his arms and he kind of walks out behind you guys. For what it's worth, I think they were trying to help Rhyme protect the children. We'll sort all of this out, I'm sure, but uh, they need to be in their bunks where we can see them, especially if we need to question them. We'll Guy, would you let Adelaide ride on the buffalo with you? Toots, bro. Cool. Yeah. <gasps> so, I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Guy and Adelaide like almost dead. Yeah, Guy <laughs> and Adelaide very weakly are kind of riding this you, buffalo back to the school. This is You're the best welcome. thing that's ever happened um, to me. They are, they I are, feel like this every the, day. It, it's still it's still the middle of the night. I mean, there the sun isn't coming up. It is pitch black outside. The stars above you because these clouds have finally cleared. And you can see just how beautiful it is in this area. The forest around you is grown and healthy and you get to the school and you see those same pillars as you come up. There's magic in between them, runes etched into the side of them. 
Uh, Gregory is ushering you quickly to the main hall so that you can get to the uh, headmistress's Etherndill's office so that you can talk. Um, he's told you that there will be an audience waiting for you there. Um, they may question you, um, and they're going to be very excited. He's He's been fairly quiet the whole way back, though. Uh, you can see him. He's kind of lost in his thoughts. And the whole way, uh, he's a big man. I mean, uh, he's though he looks like a traditional wizard, he has a big black uh, beard. His hair is parted. Or, I'm sorry, he's actually blonde. Um, his hair is parted. He's a stout dude, though, and he's just carrying this body, uh, and he doesn't seem to falter or weaken a bit. He's just, like, able to carry Thyakar's body really easily. Um, he's telling you that, uh, just really subtly, under his breath, um, he seems lost in his thoughts. Uh, just because it's late doesn't mean no students will be out, and we'll, we'll do well to get to uh, Etherndil's office quickly. And then he kind of ushers you guys all to it. You go through that same hall. Uh, it is the middle of the night. That secretary uh, who had all the stones and was contacting all of the professors, she's not there anymore. You don't see any students. You don't see any goblins. And without the storms all around you, the campus is eerily still. You walk through this building, up the stairs. Those globes, as you walk by these statues, their colors have both changed to a bright crimson red. And you walk up, the stairs split to the side, and you're following these carpets. And at the end of the second-story hallway, the door swings open as soon as you come in. You can hear voices speaking already. As you walk in, you... As we go up the stairs, can I ask Greg what the color of the orbs means? Oh, yeah, we never asked him about that. Oh. Mm-hmm. To put it simply, whatever magic we're using at the school, it's a bit more complicated than that. Whatever we're surrounding, whatever we're using, the barriers, uh, detection, anything like that. We channel it through the statues and... It's used across the school as a whole. It's a, it's a checks and balances, if you will, system. Okay. But the red looks pretty ominous. What does that mean you're using? Uh, as soon as we realized how much trouble you all were in, we put everything we had into the defenses. Everything can be explained soon, though I imagine you'll have a lot of explaining to <coughs> yourselves. And we look forward to hearing your report. You walk in, and you can already hear these voices in Etherendil's office as this door just swings open. So as you all come in, there are... Beside you all, there are four other people in this room. Etherendil is at the end of the room. She wears her purple and golden robes. The cowl is still up on it. The rune's glowing around all of them. Her curly black hair can be seen through it. She seems to be trying to calm the other three that are currently in this room. Finley, Humbleduck, is among them. He sits quietly on an ornate sofa in the middle of the room. You notice that there is a portly wizard with a drooping face. He has a white mustache and eccentric curled hair around his rosy bulldog-like cheeks. He has small glasses that sit on the end of his nose, uh, and they are extended out from strange mutton chops that sit uh, that sit out on the side of his face. His mouth sags and his eyebrows lean outwardly, giving him a constantly like sad look on his face. He wears traditional blue wizard robes. Then another man looks like the true traditional wizard. Imagine, like, Merlin from the Disney movies. Uh, He has a long black beard and hair, a big brimmed pointed hat, and he carries an oversized tome in one hand, a giant book. Um, His face face is gaunt, and his gaze is constantly wandering back and forth as he's trying to think. Lupe isn't in here. Neither is Falros. As you all walk into the room, the door shuts behind you. Uh, Etherndale looks up at the all of you. She has, yeah, librarian. yeah. Mm-hmm. She, uh, yeah, she has, she has a look of worry on her face. If Gregory decided to go out to see you himself, I'm, I'm sure that he had a good reason to. But uh, the sooner that you all are able to tell us what happened, I think the better. Um, so please tell us what happened. Well, he killed a scary dragon. That's sort of the end of the story. Her, Thanks for she, jumping Her hand clasps over her mouth. <laughs> there's, 
A dragon? Yes. Let us get there. Um, we continued questioning after we spoke to you, several people on the campus, um, which eventually led us to talk to the goblins. Um, it turns out they were involved, though I will say I think it was probably against their will um, based on what we've learned so far. Um, two of them volunteered to lead us to the location where items were being taken. Um, on further exploration, we discovered that your former professor, Ryan. Rhyme. Rhyme. And when you say Rhyme, you see Finley, Finley just kind of like... Pfft. Like his head goes down a bit, and uh, and everyone reacts. All the other professors, uh, and the the strange portly one with the bulldog-like face goes rhyme. Yes, um, it appears from what we observed once we entered the place that rhyme had been um, most likely against his will put to the service of this um, blue dragon that was living beneath the old tower remains up on the cliff there. Yeah, the bulldog-like guy again goes a dragon rhyme. He was one of the strongest professors we had. I, this is news indeed. Uh. Yeah, I don't think anybody knew about it. Um, but the dragon was basically using Rhyme and the goblins to bring specific items from the school to his horde, um, looking to buy favor with a group of dragons that were looking to bring about um, the second tier fall, as he stated it. Does that ring a bell for anybody? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> a nope. And one more. Uh, everyone just kind of looks at you a little confused. And we don't Ephraim know what Dill, he meant. It's just what he says, I have no idea what that means. That we have an extensive library, but uh, one thing doesn't add up in your story. Mm-hmm. Why would a dragon seek favor with its kind, with the smallest trinkets we have at our school? My theory mm-hmm. is that forced into stealing things from the school for this dragon, Professor Rhymes was tricking them with things of no consequence and saying that they were the most important thing. This dragon was also stupid and fucking annoying as shit, so... He did have a bit of an ego problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Which you dealt with, am I right? Right? <laughs> you guys are smacking fives in the middle of this, like... <laughs> um, yeah, Etherndil, uh, everyone's kind of somber. Everyone's trying their hardest. They, they are professionals... You can see them react viscerally, but they don't like speak out loud. They don't speak out of turn. Yeah, I'm still staring at the uh, bulldog. Yeah, except for the, the yeah the guy with the, the sad bulldog like face. That's yeah, he's, he's the only one who seems to be saying anything. Etherndell looks to you and says, ah, "That must be it. We have so many other things that they could have taken. Dangerous things." I don't think he actually wanted the dragon to succeed. He just no. wanted to protect the children. And did you speak with the dragon? What did it ask of you? What did it say to you? It wanted us to take on what he had been doing since it had just killed him. So you knew his mission. And what was it? To steal To bring the most important magical items from the school for it to curry favor with these bigger dragons. That was all it told us. Uh, It seems your instincts are correct then. Gregory Vanderman has not dropped rhyme since you all walked in. Uh, And he walks forth and uh, just says, seems he was looking after the children. A tough situation to be in. After letting him go and being sucked into this, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemies. The least we can do for him is offer him a proper burial. Uh, and Etherndil just says, uh, of course, one of our best professors. A shame having to let him go like that. A shame seeing him here. This next part of news may come a little disturbing to you all. And it pains me to say it, but I should put my personal feelings aside and let you know. Since Gregory came to you all, I'm sure you know, we were scrying you. Apologies for that, but 
a necessity. You gotta do what you gotta do. As soon as we found out you were in trouble and he was involved, my son disappeared. No one's seen him since. The one we like the least. Yeah. We have no idea where he's gone to. Dragon. Um, and it's none of your concern, but we thought you should know. Do you have a way to scry him? Alros is gone. Uh, unfortunately not. Yeah. We wouldn't keep things of a personal nature of our staff. It's overstepping our bounds. And perhaps we were wrong to assume so. What about Lupe? She doesn't seem to be here either. You don't have anything of your son's? We could certainly go to his office and try, but this is all taking course over the past 30 minutes. Setting up a scry like that can take some time. Catherine, do, uh, and we do you know why he would leave? I fear the worst. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's of no trouble to you, and and, and I'm not I'm not tasking you with uh, hunting him down, anything of that nature. We have no idea where he's gone. But if you see him on your road, perhaps let us know. I understand. I want the best for your school. Uh, you've served us well. Um, we shouldn't involve you any more than you already are. Uh, and your payment, you can keep whatever you had except for the trinkets gone missing from our school. Uh, whatever you found. And we'll reward you with one of the trinkets. Take your pick. Mm-hmm. A scroll, an item, whatever you have. What it's the least Lupe? we can do. Lupe is fine. She just, she's not involved in these um, meetings. She's uh, going to want to know how her scroll me. did. Um, what's yeah, the wand? Color. Wand of, uh, a wand of light. Wand of light. Okay, just cast light. Uh-huh. We don't really. And what are the two books again? The one was um, of. I know one was Hughes. medical. Stabilize. Medical. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what the other was. Uh, it might be kind of cool to know how to stabilize. The other is the. I mean, you guys would have had them. You would have known this. It's an alchemist's book. Okay. Uh, it's a simple alchemist book cool. on yeah how to use an alchemy kit to uh, determine yeah. what substances are. Oh, used. and then we can do the potions. Yeah, that's Considering so how many like of us that. were completely unconscious, how many times? I Alchemy think the medical one's pretty useful. Yeah. But as you say, yeah, as you say this out loud, uh, Gregory Vanderman. Uh, I'm interested in the alchemy. Yeah. Me also. I mean, <laughs> Professor Vanderman <laughs> looks at you all and says, <laughs> "Rather us die than you." No, no the professor just like it's like I am collecting potions. I mean, I, I stabilized both did, of you already. We don't know what potions are. <laughs> I'm like scratching my beard. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> y'all got any more of that alchemy? Like fun knowledge, not just medicine shit. Vanderman steps forward. He sets. Rhymes body on a couch that is being unused on the other side of the room in front of a bookshelf. Walks over to you all and uh, looks up at you and just, it is my deepest regret I didn't send you out with anything to heal yourselves. I could never have imagined it would be so such a serious ordeal. Yeah, it sucked. If I had known the dangers, I would have certainly sent you with something to repair your wounds, at the very least a salve, something. This is my fault. Uh, I'm in charge of these things and I thought it was just mischief from someone. The fact that this slipped by, that it got under me, and that it was such a big deal. It's unforgivable, and your wounds are on me. Well, no, nobody knew. You couldn't have known that. Yeah. You fine. can make it up to us by giving us a bundle of healing potions. I'll see you out at least with one each. I can make them overnight. You're free to stay here before you set back out tomorrow. Your payment isn't only the trinket and the gold you found, as promised. Uh, and with that, he hands each of you a pouch full of 50 gold pieces. Cool. Uh, it's 10 more gold apiece than we agreed upon, but I think given the circumstances, and he looks at Etherendel, and she nods her head to him, and he says, uh, it's the least we can do. Is there mm. someone here that could identify these potions that I have acquired? Surely. Surely there is someone at this magic school. <laughs> Doravar, Professor Gumbar. Um, yeah, and the, the bulldog-like wizard is like, oh, yes. Uh, hand I, them to me. I've stared at him long enough. I finally go over him. What's your name? <laughs> Professor Gumbar. Doravor. Oh, Professor Gumbar. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you so can call me by my first name, Doravor. Let's keep the stabilized thing and just find people. <laughs> <to> <laughs> what are you the professor of, Gumbar? I like that. Evocation. 
Evocation? Huh, nice. Useful. Because that one can help all of us, but the alchemist will only help you two and Arwell. Yeah. So are you guys keeping the alchemist book? Is that what you've decided? No, no, no. We're keeping the stabilized, the medical book. Okay, the medical book. No, no, no. Idiots! (laughs) This is what I've I've deduced. Deduced! All of us, at some point, are probably going to be unconscious, but only you and I. Hang on, you guys. If you die, you can't learn alchemy. Gregory... Could I go up to you with you into your office and learn how to make a healing potion? I suppose I could write down the ingredients, though they're. Uh, I mean, they're hard You're to come by. You're not going to be able to do that These, right away. I know, but we'll at yeah. least know how to do. You can it. surely write you down ingredients, though it's it takes some time. But as a professional tinkerer, I imagine you can handle it. I think I can do this. Uh, it almost goes without yet. saying, but just to make sure the ingredients don't come cheap, a healing potion at the market, a weak one, would cost your full pay from this job alone. You're not uh, gonna have the components to make the shit, in other words. Well, if we find them, we can. I mean, I stabilized two them. of you already. Just with the. Hey, whoa, <laughs> He still wants to keep the other book. I'm interested in alchemy and let the more rest than of I am about medicine. Sure. No, okay, no. so you'll you'll spend the night with uh, Professor yeah. uh, Vanderman. All right, yeah. Yeah, he does. Uh, as, as he says this. Um, he just takes the medical book and says, thank you, everyone. This is a wonderful gift. The, the wizard that looks like the <laughs> traditional wizard with long black hair and a long black beard takes two copper pieces out of his pocket and he places them on the eyes of Thyrekar. And as he does, he says a few words and waves his hand over top of him. And you guys notice this uh, rose-like color pass through the skin only on his body of what you can see. And as he does this, uh, the scars on his face kind of heal and uh, his body kind of just droops into the couch where it was a little stiff, almost like settling in with a little rigor mortis before. His body kind of droops down to the couch and seems a little revitalized, if nothing else. I go over to him and like, that was kind of you. Who are you? I'm, uh, I'm Professor Shatterspike. You could call me Oristral, if you prefer. Yes, it's, it's, it's of great import that we preserve this body. Keep it the way we remember it. Give him a proper burial. He's done more first than we realized, and all we've done was turn him away. So this is the least we can do, I imagine. What are you the professor of? Ah, <laughs> conjuration. If he hasn't been down for that long, is it possible someone could bring him back? We have no clerics at our school, unfortunately, and... Thank God. (laughs) Resurrection fetches a high price. I fear we wouldn't make it back into any towns. In time. That's too bad. The necromancer is the one that is unconscious. The only one that could have saved him is himself. And Etherndale says, the irony is not lost on us. This is so sad. I'm sorry I'm not being I'm sorry I'm not being more reverent. I'm totally misreading this situation. <laughs> yeah. They're all like crying. They're all like crying and they're like, we don't know any clerics and patches is like good. <laughs> I take your arcane focus and like yes. So I just shake it a little bit with a good smile. Yeah. You're gonna spend the night with Vanderman. You all have the Griffin dorm room that you had earlier to sleep in. Uh Ethendil just does say, You've served our school well. Oh, is Professor Gumbar gonna help me with my potions? Do I leave him with him all night? Yeah, he took them. You okay. gave them to him, I thought. Okay. Well, I just wanted to identify them. Mm-hmm. Okay. He needs to. He, he can't do it immediately. He's going to take I'll some time. I'll tip him for it, but he can't have my potions. Okay. Yeah, so Etherndale walks over. She dismisses the professors. Professor Vanderman does pick up Rhyme and walk out with him. She says, so what's next? Good question. I can, I can allow you stay in a room for an additional night. You've served our school well. And if there's ever anything that we can do for you, don't hesitate. Thank you. Thank you. We might want to read up on some dragons. Let's go to Raven's Bluff. I have a idea on how to maybe use that other spell scroll if we can find some things. I would really like. I want to. I want to. I don't want this adventure to end. This has been really fun. Yeah. I got to this is the end of the campaign. 
You did it. I got, I got to ride on a buffalo. I got to make some friends. This has just been the best week of my life. So I uh, think yeah. that we should find, I mean, it's only been three days, but best week of my life. And I think that we should find out more about this, what was it, the tear fall? Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm very Second interested tier? in seeing if we can find that pseudo dragon and trying that spell scroll on it. The lizard of sadness? Mm. That thing bummed me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't like being around it so much. Maybe it's what? happy oh, now. Oh, because it's scared, that's all. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I feel like it. this is it's nice to feel I feel like a good solid introduction for the epic. I feel like you guys would be excellent core heroes for the next great epic. What do you think? I don't have anything else to do. I'm down. <laughs> Might as well. I have no students. I want to be in a book. I know. I read so many books. I want to be in a book. I don't know how to read. But well, cool. I'll teach you. And with that, we will end episode three. Uh, yeah, so thanks for joining us, everybody, and we will see you next time. Unlike Cast, you've survived through episode three. And with the close of our third episode, we have some very exciting news. We got our first sponsor. All of those beautiful tactile sounds you enjoy throughout our podcast as we roll our dice are courtesy of Tabletop Loot. Not only do their dice feel and sound great, but they are seriously beautiful. They ship incredibly fast, and you can get an additional 15% off of anything in their store by using the code HITDICEPOD. That's all lowercase and one word. We are so grateful to you, our listeners, and we could not do this without you. We also couldn't get reviews or recommendations without you, so I'm encouraging you. If you enjoy the podcast, leave us a review. It goes a long way and helps us out way more than you might think. Tell your friends, and if you want to keep this conversation going, you can get a hold of us on our official Twitter, at HitDicePod. Until next time, adventurers, thanks again for all of your support.